Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me this week where we're going to talk about mental exertion and physical exertion and how they both take a lot of energy. So I have a memory back in 2009, I believe it was, or maybe 2008, where I went to the illustration masterclass for the very first time. And it was such an incredible experience where I got to work with amazing illustrators from all over the United States and around the world that came to learn from just master illustrators, more of the craft, how to sell our work, how to just be better artists and how to fit in that community. And I remember showing up to this class, just open to anything and going from the very beginning of stages of how would you come up with a concept for a book cover and then having a whole week to work on that painting and execute the illustration that would then be offered as a book cover and then having, you know, publishers come look and just see what kind of critique you could get, where you could grow and being in that environment and showing up every morning, like we'd have lectures and then we'd go in and we'd be painting all day. And then we'd have another little presentation. And then we just go and paint all day and stay until midnight and just be surrounded by so much to take in. I found that after that week, I had learned more than I had in like four years of art school. Like that one week blew my mind. But what happened is that I would fall asleep and I was still absorbing knowledge from what was given to me. So I would dream about still being in the lecture, still practicing a painting technique and like really understanding it better. And then I'd wake up and I'd go about my day and then I'd close my eyes and I'd be like right back continuing exactly where I was continuing in the dream to just process all of that incoming information and making it a part of me and a part of myself and who I believed I was and what I was capable of with my art. And it changed me profoundly, but also it took so much energy and so many calories. I'm not joking. I was shocked that I could go and be so absorbed in learning, right? Which is like this mental activity where I would go in and yeah, I'm doing physical stuff. Like I'm using mixing paints and actually physically executing art on canvas or paper or whatever I was doing. But I thought of it as mostly a mental endeavor. It wasn't hugely physically exerting, And then hours would go by and you'd be so absorbed, you kind of forgot to eat or drink or do anything. You were just swimming in art. And then it would be like, oh, hey, the mess hall's open. Let's go get some food. And we'd go to the cafeteria and I would eat like double meals. I'd be like, lunch, and I'd eat so much like giant plates of food and then be like, I need seconds. And I would eat it like a bottomless pit and then go back and do more art. And then, you know, another five hours would pass and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm starving. And we'd go to the cafeteria and I'd eat like another double meal plus dessert and then go back and paint some more and then just pass out at the end of the day. And it was on repeat for that whole week. And what I learned from that is that it takes calories to think that hard. (laughs) 
which seems really obvious, but it hadn't occurred to me that mental exertion is also exertion and takes a lot of stamina and resources from our bodies. And it makes sense if you think of like, you need to support your brain. And if your brain is making a lot of new connections and making new pathways, like you have to feed it somehow, it doesn't just happen on its own. But I think it had happened so rarely at that point in my life, at that particular intensity level, that it hadn't occurred to me that that's a thing. So I want to just point out, if you are in the process of studying, taking new classes, learning a new skill, like really in it and absorbing new knowledge, even if that isn't like physical routines, like a dance routine or anything that you think is really involving your body, please be kind and remember your brain and remember that you are actually converting so much energy into making new connections in your mind and building new pathways. And that actually takes an enormous amount of energy and effort. So I'm not talking um, just like you read a book and it was cool, but like you read a book and it blew your mind and like you're really thinking hard and concentrating. So I think there is a difference in intensity level. But isn't it cool that something as ephemeral or like hard to pin down as just new knowledge that goes into your mind takes that much effort? It's kind of miraculous and amazing. And I have been craving, I guess, that kind of immersion and acquiring of knowledge. So for me, it seems to happen every few years that I will travel somewhere or go to an event and surround myself with people that are taking things to a level that I'm not currently at. Like, I just want to be immersed amongst people where I want to be the stupidest person in the room where I'm just like, I have all the questions, please teach me, let me become like you (laughs) so that I can get better so that I can learn something new, so that I can change the way that I'm thinking about myself and make that shift in me possible. And it all does start, I think, in our brain, allowing that we could take a different action, that we could do a different thing, that we could speak a different way, ask a different question, all of that requires being exposed to new ideas and it requires us to be open to taking in that knowledge and really applying it. It's so fun and how cool to be able to have a brain that can do all these things. So I very much appreciate when I'm able to find mentors or people who are achieving something that I'm dabbling with and playing within my mind. So for instance, with my fitness journey, I'm wanting to study people who have achieved like a long, healthy life that are very physically fit, that understand um, the health of their bodies. And maybe they're my age, but they seem like they're way more capable of doing cool things with their bodies than I am. So I'm like, yeah, I want to hang out with those people because I want to have that body because I want to feel that way about myself. And it's really hard to do if you're like the only person in the room standing up doing all of those things. And it's important, I think, to find that community and to build it if you don't already have it or find it online. Like we live in a miraculous time where you can find all of this online. And I have done that. I actually have been a member with Mind Valley for a long time, and they have a lot of amazing fitness programs and mindset programs around fitness. Take advantage of it. If it's in your budget, I highly recommend. It's been huge for me to just practice some different ideas and be feeling like every day I'm stepping into a class where I'm 
hearing from people who have done the thing that I want to do, who believe that it's possible, that know that it's possible, that have the feedback, and who can actually answer my questions when I run into a difficulty so that I can get those questions asked. And also, I'm surrounded by other people who want to achieve the thing that I'm achieving. So we're at the same pace, right? Like we're at the same area of development, but we're all aiming for a common goal. And there's something really cool synergistically that happens when there's a group of people that are all focused on the same thing. It's like you just, all of you move there faster. It builds its own momentum. It like creates its own roll downhill. It's amazing. That's something that definitely happened at the illustration masterclass is that having so many people that were so fired up about the same passion, the same desire for knowledge, it just intensified everybody's desire more. It honed our skill faster. We were able to answer questions quicker you just watched everybody level up exponentially just in the course of a week and then watching their careers year by year improve in part because now we have those connections to each other, right? Like you build this network where you're a part of it now and you have that sense of belonging there. And I guess that's what I want to say as well as like when you build that community, when you find your peers and you find your mentors, it's like you're weaving a, a rug and you're like one of the threads. So you become part of it and you really belong there. Whereas if you're just a single thread out by your own and you're trying to accomplish something, it's really hard to hold a structure or maintain a change because you're not interwoven with other people doing the same thing. So there's something energetically strong about finding your people and finding like the support group that sees you as someone building that skill or having that skill. So I've done the same thing with coaching. Before I even became a coach, I was meeting people and telling them that this was the journey I was on. But the people that I met at the beginning of that journey always saw me as being that. Whereas the people that had met me before that saw me as a tattoo artist or an artist. And it's not that that's not part of my identity as well, but I wanted to pick up an additional identity. And there's something important about speaking your truth and talking about yourself in the present tense as someone who is doing the thing that you want to do or be, and having that reflected back to you by a community of people, people that are not yourself, that see you and see your ambition and can help you get there and want to see you get there. And when they introduce you to their friends, they say, oh, you're the person that does blah, 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 whatever it is that you're working towards. Super, super powerful. I think it's powerful to you to have that feedback, like it just reinforces in your mind, like, oh yeah, I am that. I am that. I'm doing it. People see me that way. It's happening. And there's something very motivating being surrounded by others who do the same thing to go, I belong here. I'm a part of that. We're all doing this. It's a team. So even in individual sports or individual endeavors and growth and writing, things like that, having a community of people who have similar experiences and similar struggles is a big deal and being able to further yourself faster and get feedback so that you're not just swimming alone in the middle of a lake so that you're not just gonna, you know, not, not make it <laughs> like you need that support team, someone there to help you through your struggles and help you get back to shore when you get off course. Mm, so good. So on that note, I've been considering like, what are the energy building things that I can do that help me to reinforce the changes that I'm making? And some of it is good nutrition. Some of it is important feedback from my community and my friends. 
Some of it is just my own self-reflection. So if I go out and make a massive effort to take the time to sit and reflect on that at the end of the day or after an activity to go like, wow, like you really just did that. What was it like? Who are you now? Because you're a person who just did it. You're not someone wanting to do it. You're someone who is doing it or just did it. So that's been important for me in difficult phases of picking up new exercises, particularly like if my body is sore or I just kind of don't want to, I'm recognizing that not wanting to is in part because often I'm just by myself. So bringing on a team of people who are also doing it makes me one want to live up to that standard. Telling someone that I'm doing it makes me want to show up and do it so I wasn't a liar. Like there's lots of ways for me to build in um, like backup support to get things done that I know work for me. And I'm sure you have the same kind of thing where you know if you told someone that you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Or if you have a team of people doing it, it's somehow a lot easier to show up. So um, I have a dear friend that wants to have a month where we're kind of pushing each other like a 60 day challenge to get, you know, our health where we want it to be. And I'm so excited about it. I'm so glad that she offered because so much of the time I feel like I'm kind of doing this and I'm almost using you guys as my support team because I'll tell you that I'm doing it. And that makes me show up and continue to do it week over week. And if I didn't talk about it, I would probably not continue doing it. (laughs) I would be like, oh, it was kind of too tiring or I got a little bit off track or I just forgot today and something else came up. But by speaking of it in present tense, like I am doing my challenge. I am showing up and doing my exercise. I am showing up and doing my morning walks. I am eating healthier food. By saying that, I am doing it. And that feels nice. And I think there's something powerful for you in there as well about speaking your truth and showing up for it. Even when it's not quite true yet, it is true as you're making it true. So you can say, I am eating healthy. And if it's true today, it's true today. You did it and you're reinforcing it. And then you can do it again tomorrow and it becomes easier. And you'll be like, well, I did eat healthy yesterday, so I can eat healthy today. So I can continue to do that. Really cool stuff. Same thing when you're building a skill like I painted yesterday and I'm painting today. I was able to do it yesterday so I can do it today. Even though I might not feel great about what happened yesterday, I can still show up. And it's recognizing that it's not about a final destination. I think we always want like this <laughs> this final legacy, right? We're like, we did the thing, we made something beautiful and it's perfect now, but nothing is ever really completed. And I think that's, I don't know where we get the idea that completing things is um, is the most important part. I think it's actually the process of doing it and continuing to create, continuing to do just as with a painting, like you're never really done until you just say this one's enough, but now I'm going to move on to a new one. You could work on everything forever. So probably most of the joy is just in the process. And that's pretty cool too. Mm. So to recap, thinking takes a ton of energy. Rewiring your brain takes a lot of energy, like actual calories that have to go into reshaping the way that you work. And If you're working really hard on restructuring the way you think about something or picking up a new skill, please nourish yourself. Take that into account and don't be surprised when you're ravenously hungry, even though all you've been doing is studying because it's not just studying. It really is assimilating new knowledge and changing who you are fundamentally like within your brain. How amazing is that? 
Be kind to yourself. Continue to challenge yourself. Show up for yourself and create amazing stories and amazing experiences that you can look back and go, oh my gosh, I went and did this thing and it changed my life and I changed how I thought. And while I was doing it, I ate all of the dinners. (laughs) It's marvelous. I am wishing you a week filled with learning and growth and joy and equal amounts of restoration and relaxation so you can kind of assimilate all of the good things that are happening. As always, remind yourself of your wins. Remind yourself that you really are showing up, you're doing things, you're facing your life, and you're meeting the challenge. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com, where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love, and I'll see you next time.